before. Mic check one, two, three, four. I don't think mine's working. Hello. Yes, it is. Oh, Hello. that's yours on the top. I yep. thought that was mine. All right. Your voice is so much louder because it's lower, so you have to speak farther. All right, we're good to go. No. I can just speak higher. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Catching Feelings podcast. Ooh. <laughs> right now, we have a very special... Life update. We're in Florida. Woo! Together. Woo! We're in Florida right now um, because it's the end of Instructs, and I was accepted into the University of Florida Pharmacy School, so I thought I'd come down and check out Gainesville and stay with Micah while I'm at it. And we're going to fly back together, hopefully. So today's... Wait, today's Thursday. <laughs> We're supposed to fly back on Sunday, and we both don't have a flight yet, so. Yeah, the Phillies are pretty last minute with sending my flight info. Yeah. So Nikki's trying to wait to see what flight I get. Yeah. So we can book the same one, or she can book the same one. So we hope that we can actually get back home, and I hope it doesn't cost $1,000 to do so. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that much. It can get that much if you book two last minute, but anyway. So, update us on Instructs. How was your Instructs? So, our season ended September 19th, and I went home for one week mm-hmm. and came right back to Florida Yep. for Instructs. Yep. Uh, instructs is four weeks long. Yeah, week longer than usual. Yeah. So, I've been here for four weeks already, and Nikki just came for the last few days. So the purpose of Instructs is to, well, first of all, it's an invite-only camp. So there's about 250 players in the Phillies minor league organization, but there's only 63 people here, I think is the number. So the 63 of us are just getting some extra playing time and a lot of one-on-one time with our coaches. And it's just to teach us a little more, and hopefully give us a nice boost into next season. Mm-hmm. I think Instructs is a really cool concept. Do, do all the organizations do that? I think a lot of orgs used to do it. Uh, I know this year a lot of them aren't having it. We're one of the only teams that did have it for some reason, but I'm not complaining. Yeah. I like Instructs. It's a cool thing to get all of the coaches from all of the different levels together. There's just like so much knowledge here. And just a good opportunity for you to learn. Yeah. Also, it's not as stressful as the regular season. And you can just focus on your skills. I think it's a really high honor to be invited to Instructs. Because it means the organization values you. Yeah. And they want to put more time into your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're here for that. Also... And- so you, in, I've been. This is my third instructs that I've been to. Uh-huh. The two in the past were more so just to get extra reps. Mm-hmm. But the Phillies recently got a new minor league farm director. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I think this is a good way to impress him, get in front of him, play for him, and hopefully make a good impression on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a good thing to get on it's good to get on his good side early on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully he likes you. 
but it's been a crazy four weeks like we had um well currently for the last week the president of the phillies is here mm-hmm. which is i think it's pretty unique to have that as an organization i'm not sure if a lot of other organizations have their president come and watch the minor leagues firsthand because yeah. usually they're so focused on like the major league team mm-hmm. so that's really cool it's pretty crazy and we have the major league manager joe girardi is here Ooh. so that's pretty cool as well a lot of the big league staff is here um general manager is here just a lot of the front office guys a lot of the higher ups wow that's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure but at the same time like so the 21 2021 season is over already yeah close that book this instructs is the start of next year 2022 oh i see so if you do well at this instructs and come back in spring training next year yeah looking better mm-hmm. you have a good chance to move up a lot of levels next mm, year that's good yep it's nice to get some time to spend together i feel me and you yeah like yeah. it's nice that it worked out this way yeah i feel like life has been so crazy lately and i feel like it's just gonna keep getting crazier <laughs> crazy for you and you well our i've schedules, been doing the same thing when two people who both have crazy schedules come together then that's what makes life hectic yeah like if one of us wasn't doing anything then it would make it easy but since we both have so much going on it makes it hard to coordinate our schedules yeah a little bit yeah and i don't know it's a good thing and a bad thing like i feel like it would be bad if just one of us was completely unmotivated and then was like the cheerleader (laughs) for the other person right but i think whenever i'm with you you push me to strive for more you know like the last time that i visited you in the summer seeing you work so hard made me want to work harder and I think that's good in a relationship where, like, you guys continue to, like, support and push each other rather than, like, one of you is just really lazy and <laughs> the other one does everything. I talk about this a lot. I've had people ask me before, like, I'll tell some of my friends, like, we haven't talked for a few days. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how do you do that? Yeah. But, like, we both have our own things to do. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing, like. We just both have our own goals in mind and like things we want to achieve. Yeah, I don't think it's bad at all that we don't talk every single day. Yeah. Yeah, people are always super shocked when I tell them that we don't talk every day. Like they're like, oh, you don't even say like a good morning or good night. Like, I don't know. I don't really think it's necessary, honestly. I guess it could be different for everyone. But when you're living separate lives in separate places, if you're constantly texting the other person, then you're trying to live in a place that you're not. Yeah. And then everything in your own life just passes you by. Right. Because whenever I text you, I don't focus on anything other. Yeah, anything else. me too. Or like whenever we're talking to each other, I don't focus <laughs> on anything else. So it's good to like give each other your 100% for some of the time rather than like constantly giving each other 5%. Right. Yeah. Live in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Just live in the moment. But I have to add, when we do talk, we're just like complete word vomit (laughs) so it's not that we don't have good conversation we're just sensible about our time do you think they can hear the washing machine in the back yeah i was wondering that but then i was looking at the track thing yes so wait did you have to do laundry at all this instructs no this is the first time i'm doing it. okay yeah so whenever nikki's in town 
Like he does my laundry. Like his laundry gets done. <laughs> <laughs> I have like the same 10 outfits and I just rotate them. I'll wear them more than once. Mm-hmm. Because I, I wear it to the field and then I change into my baseball clothes. And then at the end of the day, I wear it back to the hotel yeah. and just change into normal clothes again. So. so you're always putting it on a clean body. Yeah, pretty much. It never gets dirty. Yeah. And you're barely in street clothes. Yeah. Too. So that's good. When you walk around the hotel, are you supposed to be in dress code? They used to have that rule, but they haven't enforced it oh, okay. for a while. Interesting. You used to have to wear a collared shirt. Like all the time. All the time. Wow. Even on off days? Yes. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. But our high school was collared shirt dress code, so, yeah, so I'm you- used to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me. I feel like some people had a hard time adjusting to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, talk about the um, format of your guys' games. So, like, what exactly do you, have you done this Instructs? Oh. Uh, the first week of Instructs was just practices because we took a week off, so they wanted to bring us back in and just get it back into the flow of things. Yeah. Uh, and then the second and third week, we played scrimmages against the Blue Jays because they're also having instructs. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. The other thing about instructs too is because it's a invite only camp. Yeah. It's mostly like the high prospects. Oh, yeah. Or like a lot of the high draft picks. Mm-hmm. So when we play these games, like it's really competitive uh. and like it's cool because you're facing guys who were like first round draft picks yeah so but it's people from all levels right or are there any triple a guys here or are they too old uh we don't have any triple a guys this year we've had in the past Mm -hmm. but there's a few double a guys here right now yeah so that's cool when you face other teams you face other double a guys too and you're working out with other double a guys yeah when we uh played the blue jays a lot of the guys I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So after the game, I'll like Google who they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I find out they're in double A or wherever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I just faced a double A guy. <laughs> You're definitely a stalker. Like <laughs> but it's also crazy because some of these guys are like 25 years old, 26 years old, and I'm 21. Yeah. Ooh, facing them in instructs. Micah turned 21 during our break from the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Happy birthday, Micah. Thank you. I turned 21 during Instructs yes. by myself. Yeah. How did you wearing. celebrate? Um, I did nothing. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> My birthday was on a Sunday, mm-hmm. which was our off day. Yes. And I still did nothing. Yeah. Okay. You didn't eat, like treat yourself to ice cream or... Well, alcohol doesn't really uh, interest me. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just another birthday. Mm-hmm. If you knew Micah, you would know that that aligns with his personality. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else can we talk about? Oh, okay. So, well, tonight we always do. I feel like we always do podcasts about like the past. But finally, we're in a moment where we're doing something exciting. You know, we're in Florida. So tonight we're going to Korean barbecue. And last night we watched Shang-Chi. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, we did. That was a really good movie. And we're planning to watch some playoff games, hopefully, while we're here. Yes, it's playoff baseball time. Yeah. Exciting. Yes. I love playoff baseball. So do I. Every The stakes are so high. And you see, one of my favorite things is that they make mistakes that they normally wouldn't, like fielding errors and stuff. Just like, wow, they must be so nervous to make mistakes like that. 
But yeah. The thing I love about playoff baseball is the fans. Mm. Like when you score a run in a in a playoff game. Yeah. The whole stadium is screaming. Have you? I cannot imagine what it's like to be on that field as a player. You just know that from watching it on TV, though, right? Like, I get chills from watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the field playing, yeah. I don't, that would be a whole crazy experience. A lot of I was thinking about it, and a lot of the guys who are in the playoffs this year, though, have been in the playoffs before. Yeah. So they actually have a huge leg up on some of the newer guys. But, yeah, that's probably super nerve-wracking to hear all the fans. For sure. Let's talk about your trip to Gainesville today. Oh, yes. I drove two and a half hours to Gainesville this morning after dropping Mike off at practice. Um, okay, University of Florida is like the biggest campus I've ever seen in my life. And I've been to some pretty big campuses, I think, like UC Irvine, UC San Diego, University of Hawaii. <laughs> but nothing compares to Florida. Like, that was the largest campus and if you have to picture too they have a stadium football stadium on campus like in the center of campus that seats 90,000 people dang yeah so imagine like aloha stadium being in the center of a campus <laughs> it's just crazy that's a good point yeah and everything's like looks so modern looking like so clean and pristine it's a really nice campus but of course gainesville is just Everything there revolves around UF. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's a true college town. And I don't know if people, actual people live there besides college students. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. So we'll see where that takes us. Oh, we're thinking of getting married. <laughs> I think that should be a different <laughs> okay, episode. Yeah. Let's not throw that in I there. I think we could make a whole episode on that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> bonus episode what, what other pharmacy schools did you apply to uh i applied to washington state university and university of washington i got into washington state but i deferred and oh you already said no yeah well after you so i don't know if people listening to this are interested in pre-health but after <laughs> you um apply you get an interview and then after you interview if you get accepted you only have two weeks to put down a deposit or oh. you lose your spot so so that two weeks was up already yeah so i just didn't put a deposit down i put one down for florida i gotcha because my UW interview won't come until a lot later i mean my UW acceptance or when should that come first week of november i'll, I'll know if i got oh it. that's really soon yeah well, they're taking a month to decide whether or not they want to let me in. So <laughs> it's not that soon. Wash Okay, Wazoo emailed me back the day after my interview, giving me my acceptance. Dang. And Florida was six days after. UW they really wanted you. Month. Yeah, they just, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that takes us because for the next four years, maybe five, I'll be in school. And by the end of school, your contract will be up. Yeah. So. They could release me at any time, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like actually that would happen? Well, I've seen some kids get released already, and they're, like, pretty young. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm in that boat yet. Okay. That's good. 
I'm pretty confident I could stick around for a few more years. Yeah, stay confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, that's the thing about being in baseball. Like, okay, I'm just a college student and I'm doing the normal, well, not that normal, but I'm just doing like three years of undergrad, four or five years of grad school. And that's it. Then you start working a job. You're doing like a seven-year contract right out of high school, which could end at any time. And then do you have a plan B? Do nope. most guys have a plan B? Nope. That's good. Plan A all the way. That's good. If you're already thinking of plan B, you failed. Exactly. <laughs> that's my thoughts exactly. Yeah. It's funny. We were just talking about this earlier uh-huh. about what my coach was was talking about today so my coach asked another player what are his plans for this this coming off season and they were a little unsure about what they were going to do and this coach works at at driveline baseball which is a training facility that focuses on it's a little it's it's more like analytics and science based than like traditional baseball training but it's a really popular place and it's kind of up and coming but the coach was asking this player, where do you think is the best place for you to train? It could be anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And the player said, uh, probably at home with like his, his, his public gym membership <laughs> and his buddy's batting cage. Yeah. Like that is definitely not the best place in the world you could possibly train at. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking. I was, I was kind of eavesdropping on this conversation, but it got me thinking, like, at the end of my career, I want to say that I explored every possibility out there mm-hmm. that'll get me to the MLB. Yeah. I don't want to leave any stone unturned because yeah. then I can be okay with how my career ended, yeah. knowing that I tried everything possible and I just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, if people get released for small things, like not showing up one day or showing up late twice because they are lying about having a headache or something like that you know like there's so many small little things that can add up to make your career end so i feel like it works both ways like there's so many small things that you can do to become successful and why not do all of them right like you don't want to look back and be like oh i'm so you're not going to say Oh, even though I didn't make it to the big leagues, I'm glad I spent those two months at home with my girlfriend. Exactly. Instead of training at that facility. Yeah. Like you're gonna regret that. So. And for me, like the personality side of it, isn't a downside to who I am as like a player. Mm-hmm. Like I show up early every mm-hmm. day. I'm usually one of the first players there. Yep. People look to you for the schedule. Yeah. So like that'll never be an issue, but. If it comes down to me just not being good enough, I want to know that I tried everything possible. Exactly. So everything in your control, you'll control. Exactly. Yeah. Focus on what you can control. (sighs) So the reason we're talking about this is because Micah is thinking of spending January and February of the offseason somewhere else. Yeah. At a better training facility than home. And we always say this, but there's something about Hawaii that just makes it hard for anyone to work. Like athletes, even people who have regular jobs. Like it's just a slow pace of life. Everything's relaxed. And even though I know you have a good work ethic, 
like imagine how good it would be if you were somewhere else yeah like you do have a good work ethic at home but i honestly think it's not your full capacity i think being in hawaii there's not a lot of resources first of all Mm -hmm. and like you said it's just a slow relaxed life Mm -hmm. it's just like a little difficult to get after it sometimes yeah when i could be at the beach yeah (laughs) like i know for sure there were some days in the past off seasons where we were just like you know it's okay don't need a lift today yeah like or it's okay i'll cut the lift short but should i just go into the off-season plan yeah go do it yeah all right so after this instructs i'm gonna go home to hawaii and absolutely crush the weight room (laughs) for november and december just kill it in the weight room get as strong as i possibly can and once the new year hits, I'm going to fly back to Florida, mm-hmm. get in my car because I'm going to leave it here, yep. and drive to Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And train there. Yeah, I'm going to be training in Charlotte, North Carolina. How serious is this plan actually? Is this something you just conjured up in your head or is it actually real? I always, I was looking for some place this off season to train at anyway yeah it just happened to stumble i just happened to stumble upon north carolina uh-huh. i ultimately wanted to go to driveline right but i think the logistics of doing that are a little tougher than going to north carolina yeah i think that's that could be done next off season you know in the future yeah i definitely want to make my way out there one of these years mm-hmm. but this off season i'll go to north carolina um i have two of my really good friends with the phillies are planning to meet me there who are gonna be on the podcast (laughs) hopefully (laughs) um so yeah one of those guys is from maryland and one is from virginia so they're close already so they'll just drive there and we're gonna get an airbnb for two months probably january and february and then that'll take us right into spring training yep something that also something else is that you actually have to work twice as hard as everyone. Why is that? Just being from Hawaii. Oh, that's true. You have to work twice as hard to be noticed. You have to work twice as hard to get out here to, like, Florida. Like, everything is harder because you're from Hawaii. Like The travel's harder. Yep. Like, your friends are from the East Coast. They can just drive to North Carolina. Or they could drive to any facility on the mainland that has better resources yeah in hawaii basically what you have what you've been doing is like the best you can do on our island mm-hmm. like there's not much for you there in terms of baseball yeah i'm super excited though do you know it- where you're gonna train in hawaii no i'll probably just get a public gym membership yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm really excited That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. The, well, the reason we picked North Carolina is because one of our hitting coaches with the Phillies is working in North Carolina mm-hmm. at a baseball facility. And this coach is somebody who all three of us worked together with him pretty much all season. So we built a good relationship with him. And he knows, he knows what kind of player we are, so he knows how to help us. So it'll be good. He knows a lot. Yeah. And I think he could get me ready for next year. That's really generous of him also to invite you guys there. 
Well, he didn't really invite us. <laughs> we asked him what he was doing. He told us he was working in North Carolina, and we just kind of told him we were going to come. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but well, he's, he's definitely excited, though. That's good. Who, who is he working with? Like, what, who, what is the facility, and who do they normally house? It's called X2. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they have another location in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if a lot of pro guys work there or not. I'm yeah. not exactly sure, but... I've obviously never been there, mm-hmm. so I've only seen pictures online. But it, I, it looks like there's enough for me to, enough equipment for me to get the most out of it. Yeah, like I'm wondering if it's gonna be like college kids or high school kids or pro guys. I have no idea. Yeah, well, we also have a friend or some friends in North Carolina, so do maybe we? You, yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Which is surprising for us. <laughs> <laughs> Friends from Hawaii. Yeah. That are in North Carolina for college. Yeah. So at least maybe you'll get to see one of them. That's the other thing too. Like if I was to go to driveline, I would probably be going there by myself. Just because most of my friends are on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would be willing to make that journey to the northeast, Northwest. Yeah. So, but be, like being alone at driveline, I don't think that would be as valuable or like I wouldn't get mo- the most out of it. Yeah. I'm, I know before you used to be, you're always so like your personality is very individual. You're a lone wolf. You're very independent and that's worked super well for you up until now. But I think this is a little bit different and working out with other guys who are, who have the same goal as you is going to actually push you harder. Yeah. I, I uh we have a coach, a different coach than the one we're working out with. Yeah. But he played in the major leagues for a little while and I had a conversation with him during this instructs about my off-season plans. Mm-hmm. And he told me that one of his biggest regrets in his early career mm-hmm. was like trying to work out by himself. And I don't know why he told me that because he knows nothing about me. Yeah. But I totally work out by myself. Yeah, and you, that's kind of been your philosophy, honestly, is that you're very independent and that's just the way you function. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty self-accountable. Like, yeah. nobody has to push me to, like, go work out. Yeah. But I'm just, I just think that working out with other people mm-hmm. and living with them mm-hmm. is going to really push me to be better. Yeah, because then you can also ha- count on other people to hold you accountable. Right. Also, the two guys that I'm going with mm-hmm. are two guys that got drafted higher than me yeah. and got more money than me and are probably a little better than me. Yeah. So it'll be good. It pushes It's you good competition. More. Yeah. I love that you're just accepting this challenge fully for this offseason. I feel like your attitude this offseason is so different from the past two. And I think you're going to come out like 10 times better. Well, this is a big year for me in 2022. Mm-hmm. Because I'm 21 years old, so this would be my junior year of college. Yep. Which is when I could get drafted again if I went to college. Yes. So this is a big year for me to... Prove yourself. Prove myself. Yeah. And show them that they got me as a steal out of high school. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you have a lot to show this year. But I think this year is going to be a big one for you. Yep. 
So remember the name, guys. <laughs> Up and coming. I'm making the push next year yep. to double A, hopefully. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. Aim high. Shoot for the stars and you'll land on the moon. Exactly what, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wrap this up with... A joke. Okay. Go. I don't have a joke. Oh, well, you suggested it. Okay, let me tell a story, a brief story, like a two-second story. Okay, this is the last thing? No. Oh. That pertains to jokes. When we were in high school, we would spend the entire, like, free period or lunch period looking up jokes and telling them to each other. And we would, like, I would die laughing, like, out of breath, dying laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. (laughs) And the people around us are just looking at us like we're weirdos. Yeah, no, but we've always been in our own world, like even in high school. So we were in the same physics class also. And Micah is a big jokester, okay? He's a class clown. Class clown, but I'm very smart. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't fool yourselves. (laughs) Don't mistake my seemingly (laughs) idiotic nature for dumbness. Yeah. Because I'm a genius. Yeah. Actually, no, actually, I can vouch for him. But so we would be in physics and then you'd be telling jokes like the whole time, the whole class period, because at this point we were seniors and you didn't. Senior, I just hit me hard. Yeah. I mean, I still cared about school, but you didn't clearly. So you would tell jokes the whole class period and we would we were lab partners and we would sit together and we would laugh the entire class (laughs) and no one else thought your jokes were funny. Like it would only be the two of us laughing. I don't know why. Yeah, like I just remember sitting in class and like not being able to stop laughing and everyone's just quiet except for us. No one thought we were funny, but I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think that they just were focused on actually learning stuff. So was I was And I was just completely checked out. I think it's that we have a special connection. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go with that. Yeah. So that wraps up this episode of Mm -hmm. the Catching Feelings podcast. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for future guests. Ka-chao. <laughs>